Welcome back to the Robcast. It's been a minute since we sat down and spoke to each other, but I'm glad we're back. It's just me today, getting back to our roots. Just me speaking to you all. So let's get into it. I want to thank you all for supporting the G's podcast. We've been talking for such a long time about doing one, and uh, we're going to continue to evolve and improve. Uh, I also want to thank you all for continuing to support the Robcast, even after the layoff that I had. Uh, It means the world to me. And I do have so many more projects on the way, collaborative and solo. I'm really letting the creative side free. I went to my Instagram earlier this week and asked you all to ask me some questions. So I'm going to pull those up and I'm going to answer them. Question one, what is one ingredient you're scared to cook with? I don't really have one, but if anything, it'd probably have to be a ghost pepper or something. I feel like I'd fuck up and add too much and just ruin the dish completely. Yeah, when it comes to cooking, I don't really limit myself and I don't really have any fears when it comes to in the kitchen. One ingredient I refuse to eat or use in any food is ketchup. I can't stand ketchup. If you know me, you know I don't like ketchup. If you eat ketchup near me, and I smell it, I'll probably be um, not grossed out, but I would be uncomfortable. The reason for that is because when I was little, I was sick, I think. I think I had a fever or something. It was time for me to eat lunch on a weekend. And my mom brought me some dino nuggets. And this is when I used to eat ketchup, too. I had dino nuggets with a side of ketchup. Not a natural side of ketchup. I had like a dollop of it on the side. And I was eating, and then I had to throw up. And they threw up the ketchup. So since then, I said, fuck ketchup. No more. And that was the day I was introduced to barbecue sauce and ranch. Question two. Ohio chemical accident. That's crazy. That must have been such a... I mean, that must have been. I'm sure it was. It's a scary thing, especially if you live in that town. And it seems like the, the local government didn't handle the situation properly. But... I was doing some more reading into it, and apparently uh, transporting chemicals by train is the safest route to do so. I mean, common sense, a plane, there's, and I guess there's always leaks. I can only imagine the shit that's left behind on the way to the destination. It doesn't seem very code, like um, up to code. But yeah, that's super scary. And then I heard that they were putting it out with water or something, and the water evaporated, and then it rained. People's cars got fucked up. And then I read into the whole livestock issue. Imagine that your local government puts water on on a fire and then it evaporates and then it then the rain falls and it fucks up your car. It gets on your livestock if you're a farmer on the vegetables. They just fucked up all kinds of shit. Excuse my language, but man, the incompetence of those people is just mind blowing to me. But yeah, that's some sad stuff. And, you know, prayers out to them. Hopefully everything gets better for them. It sucks. Question three. Thoughts on the Ukraine socioeconomic, political, and resource crisis happening? Everything just going on in Ukraine is just making me really upset. Um, it's really unfortunate, and the poor people that are there and just have no choice but to fight back. But I respect them big time. But looking into the resources that Ukraine has, it says here Ukraine has extremely rich and complementary mineral resources in high concentrations and close proximity to each other. This country has abundant reserves of coal, 
iron ore, natural gas, manganese, salt, oil, graphite, sulfur, kaolin, titanium, nickel, magnesium, timber, and mercury. And I'm assuming Russia just wants a piece of all that. But big ups to uh, Ukraine for fighting back and standing up for themselves as a country. I think people in general should do the same. You know, stand up for yourself and, and don't let the bigger man take advantage of you. Question four. What's your opinion on people who don't like expanding their food tastes? My answer to that is grow up. But there's exceptions. If you grew up, you know, in a poor family or poor household and you just weren't exposed to certain foods, I completely understand. But if you're just picky just because you don't like being open to other things, grow up. Question five. What is something you feel everyone should accomplish in their life? And my answer to that is just anything that makes you happy. And that can range from buying your own car to buying your own house, starting a business. Just anything worthwhile is accomplishing anything or building anything worthwhile is an accomplishment in itself. So just anything that makes you happy and anything that makes your world better is an accomplishment. Last question isn't a question, but Uncle Mike says, do your thing, nephew. Uncle Mike, if you're listening to this, hit me up. I'd love to have you on the podcast and do that old East Side talk that you that you mentioned. Hit me up. For the past like six months, I've been super into technology, computers, robotics, anything of that realm. I've been super, I've been taking an interest into. And I was on YouTube a couple of weeks ago. And I came across a video of a little boy that was legally blind. And he went to the doctor and they recommended him gene replacement therapy. So essentially, this gene replacement therapy would re would basically, it would rebuild or regenerate the cells in his eye and repair them or make new ones. And that was called Luxterna. So his parents went ahead and put him into that surgery and a few months later, this child's eyes were basically brand new. He was able to see again, which was a major breakthrough in science. And if you ask me, you know, that's nuts. We're able to reverse blindness. Crazy. And then from that video, I came across another one of a man that worked at MIT that was born with a birth defect. I believe it was in his leg or his foot. And... Basically, his one of his legs or foot, his left foot was, you know, wasn't like the the right one, and he couldn't run, couldn't really walk right. So he had gotten surgery to fix it, but it ended up having complications not too long after. So his doctor just recommended, hey, we should probably just amputate your foot. So they did that, and then he got a bionic one. But then later down in the video, he ended up having a baby. And his baby was born with the same birth defect. So that kind of gave him the extra push to work on his bionic leg. And this man was able to develop, with his with his peers of course, they were able to develop a bionic leg that was able to feel things. Like this man could step on a rock and he would feel it. It would send it would send signals to his brain and he would feel he would feel things on this bionic leg. On his bionic foot, sorry. Like his son was like 
pulling his toe jokingly. Obviously, it wasn't a real toe. It was on the bionic leg, and the man felt it. Major technology breakthroughs. But where I'm going with this is that I was in a place where I wasn't having much faith in humanity, and I felt like the future was very dim. But when I saw these videos, I realized that we have two perspectives. We could either look forward to the negative, or we can see things like this, for example, and realize how much the world can change and how much the world can improve. You know, we can look at all these political uproars, disease, all these all this bullshit with China and Russia, or we can stop and take a second and appreciate the very possible good that we may experience in the world. And those two videos I watched opened me up to so many possibilities and overall just gave me hope for humanity more than anything. Again, this is coming from someone that didn't have much faith left in humanity. Okay, thank you all for listening.